we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have... Mike Roberts. We found him, guys. I don't know where I'm he's back. been. Where, where have you been, dude? I've been hiding in the basement. Oh, my goodness. I did. How many episodes did I do without you, Mike? Too many to count. I mean, I, it was a good time, guys. Yeah. I miss it already. I've been at work. I just haven't been at work when it was podcast time. Yeah, he's been conveniently, <laughs> conveniently. Yeah, he's trying to. I'm he's, doing he's, air quotes here. I, you I, can't see yeah. it because it's radio. We see, we see them. <laughs> Our it's, guests it's, see it's it. a ploy. I'm trying to get more money. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. But we got him here, guys. We found him and uh, got some more guests here for you as well. We are inside of the offices of Major Clarity. And if you don't know what Major Clarity is, the goal is to know by the end of this 30 to 45 minute episode, but we'll get to them in a second. First, I wanna remind you, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all those wonderful social medias at the handle Henrico CTE. Also check out HenricoCTE.com. Find out all sorts of information about what we got going on, what kind of courses we have available and uh, what opportunities your student may be able to take advantage of, or if you're a student listening, you may be able to take advantage of to get you a jump start in your career and get you on the right path. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. The podcast is available on all of your major podcast venues, such as Spotify, Apple, Google, Radio.com and such, and uh, most of the minor ones, and we're adding new ones uh, as I find them. All right, guys, now, now, we will not belabor any longer. Now to your feature presentation. <laughs> Did I mention where we were? Inside of Major Clarity, right? <laughs> and we are speaking with Customer Success Manager with Major Clarity, Ms. Caitlin Hughes, and Manager of Education Projects, Beth Smith, who's both of them, no strangers, to Henrico <laughs> County. That's oh, right. my gosh, yeah. You should have heard the show before the show. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe not. No, just, we need to record the pre-show. <laughs> we, the pre-show and the post-shows, we always uh, <laughs> learn so much uh, about the guests we have on here, but neither one of them are strangers to uh, Henrico County and uh, Caitlin mentioned you graduated from what school? I graduated from Mills Godwin yeah. in 2003. Mills Godwin and that correlates because Beth wh what did you do at Godwin? Well I was the principal there for six years but I graduated from Freeman. I didn't have the pleasure of oh. being Caitlin's um, principal but I did as a student but she did work with me on a different staff elsewhere where I was the principal and she was a teacher so it's okay. full circle. Yeah, full circle. Yes. Full circle, you know. It's a lot of fun when you're working with friends, right? Oh, That's yeah. Right. That's Gets right. a job done together. <laughs> All right, guys. The topic is major clarity. We'll talk about Henrico more later, probably in the post show, I am sure. But first, I want to know what you guys' roles are, right? So we heard some titles. Manager of Education Projects. That's Beth. And we have Customer Success Manager. That's you, Caitlin. So what does that mean, guys? What does that mean? When you hear those titles, someone well, tells me what that means. And Rochambeau for who goes first. <laughs> no, let me start. Right, well, I'll pick on Caitlin. I will start because I actually have two roles here. So you got okay. one of them. Oh, I man. am a customer success manager. So um, that means account manager here at Major Clarity. And our accounts are school districts. Okay. I'm also the manager of curriculum content. So I develop all of our lesson plans and curriculum and instructional resources. Okay. All right. Got you. And Beth, what is it that you do here? 
So what I do when we say education projects, there's kind of three giant buckets that those belong to. One are special partnerships. For example, we have special partnership with the National Technical Honor Society. And so I work directly with the folks that are in leadership there and part of their vision and how Major Clarity can help them build that out. And so I also project manage the external extended use type of curriculum such as our micro credential development and i'm project managing that so moving it along in the pipeline of from concept to delivery and and access but also some of the research that goes into that using some of my educational background and i work with our some of our great instructional design team some awesome folks there to bring it to fruition the other part of that type of thing is our newest product that will launch at the end of August, start of September, which are professional learning courses that we'll have available for all of our partners, for their staff members, and really helping specific roles in schools and stakeholder groups really dig deeper and finding out how Major Clarity can make their job easier. That's something we love to do at Major Clarity is not give people one more thing in education. God help us all. That <laughs> but what can we show them can be taken off their plate and be done for them to make it scalable and more enjoyable, more effective and efficient. Yeah, and, uh, especially uh, the counselors. The counselors are some busy. Absolutely. Oh, busy. Yes. That's right. Busy folks. Absolutely. What is Major Clarity really offering? I mean, in, in, as a short, if, it, if I was a parent or even a student listening to this, what is it in, in a nutshell that y'all are offering school systems? What we offer Such school as systems County. that's different. Um, than anything else I've ever seen. And that's the reason why I was attracted to come and work here after 26 years in public ed, is uh, they totally get it. It's the full package of bringing things out of silos and into synergy, and that's kind of my own wording. But essentially, we work, we operate on the whole concept and framework of backwards engineering, backwards design. Begin with the end in mind. What's your why and your passion? Now, how do we relate that to today? They're not disconnected. This is something knowing Mac in for years, you know, a passion of mine that makes total sense that matched his and it just makes sense to a whole lot of people. So let's discover some of that first, not necessarily your final occupation, but your int where your skills, interests and passions line up. And then that could apply to a whole lot of career paths and jobs and occupations. So now that we kind of have a picture and a vision, now let's see what kind of post-secondary ed do you need right how do we get have that piece Mm -hmm. and then dial it back what are your diploma goals we and why so we have that piece and then what is your course selection right now as a seventh grader related to all of that so that you're beginning to move in that direction of the things that are your ultimate why yeah and i will add something to that i think one of the cool things from a parent perspective about Major Clarity is the exposure students get to all of the different options within Henrico. There's so many different programs and academies and different trajectories students can pursue. And I feel like it is hard to wrap your head around all of that, especially if you're in middle school. But it's an important time to target because that's when a lot of decisions need to be made about coursework and where do you want to attend high school if you want to pursue XYZ. So I think it's a combination of giving kids all of the tools for post-secondary preparation and career exploration, but also it's a system of creating awareness in the district for the whole community and the students around what their options are now. Would it be, I'm trying to frame this, and you just let me know if this sounds right. So is this 
showing the students career options and showing them how to align their academic goals with those career goals. Before that, though. But before that. First, giving them exposure not to everything they know their dad and their friends, their dad's friend's dad do. Right. right. So we, we, we blow that out and let them see the world where it's not one man dependent. Somebody doesn't need to tell them all of this. You know, that's where they get their information, which is great. And they have access to that. We know all that. But we shape that A wider career exposure. So you begin to kind of dial the cone back down. Mm -hmm. So an inverted pyramid to then go, oh, and therefore that requires this. So this begins to shape my decisions about academics now. Now let me see what I can do with that. And Henrico, what what do they offer so that I can explore that at my own school or a specialty center or an ACE center program, and so which one of those? So it helps them to narrow that decision-making so that they are making more informed decisions and not finding all these regrets after the fact or too right. late in their which journey. Which we see, you know, we see, <laughs> we, we, we see a lot, and sometimes we hear it even from the professionals uh, on our show who are. I was just about it, to say it, that. It took them a yeah. long time to get to well, where I they think feel welcome. All of us here at Major Clarity kind of share in some way that experience joe our founder one of the things that really drove him to want to establish this was the idea that you can spend four years in college and use it as a career exploration tool when really that's what we provide (laughs) yeah right And it's way cheaper so but not for 200 grand of debt right right and that's what we've been trying to do i mean that i mean i think that's the goal the cte across the country has been is right you know tries to do but Maybe this is what y'all are offering is a way to, to bring in some additional tools that we haven't had in the past. And this applies to every kind of kid. This is not, just, that just applies to kids that are interested in X. Right. We, we've dealt with that in education. I do um, private high touch college advising. I have an LLC on the side, okay? And what I always As if you weren't with, busy enough, right? right? Exactly, but I love <laughs> One more thing. But I love that. And, right. um, but, but what I love about it is, with, with our CEO's permission, I will have them utilize uh, parts of major clarity to do the quick career assessment because don't pick, I want to go to Auburn or Alabama because that's a great football. Those yeah. are important. Listen, don't get me wrong. Those are all the extras. But if they don't have a program in the health science field that you are passionate about, you are going to find that out later. And then what do you do? Right. Every year that you have to add on to college or semester, you're talking ten dollars to $20,000 average and a higher, higher chance, much higher chance of not being someone who completes. And, and which uh, brings us to the point where you guys were making earlier, you want to start with the end in mind. So you know, you know where you're going. You know that you can really think about what steps you can take to get there. That's now right. that we know that Major Clarity is doing all, all these wonderful things, can you guys kind of take us through like the – step-by-step step, like so if you can give me the spark notes version of the step-by-step step, what students can expect using major clarity so day one i create my account now what so the beauty of the platform is they won't have to create an account i will make sure that it's already created oh wonderful um so really the students start with a personality assessment which is the very first touch point in the platform and they will just answer a series of questions about different activities whether or not they would be interested in doing that if they would like it and then they just move through the questions and then we have set that component up to align with the holland personality type so the six different personality types 
But yeah, so that is just a really kind of easy way to isolate different career path compatibilities based on those six mm -hmm. types. That's really the first step. And the platform will show the students based on their responses on the assessment what their top career path matches are. And it'll just be a whole page of all the different career paths in order from most compatible to least. Now to get all of the fit scores, which is something that's going to be on each career path in the platform, which represents the compatibility of the student with that career path, to get those more reflective of student interests, students have to actually interact with the content in the career exploration tab. So they have to test drive careers in our platform. Let me just stop you for a second. What makes us very different is a lot of places, including employment agency, you know, when you're unemployed and you go, they all have tests that drive a personality yeah, test. Yeah, the personality which, test to yep, kind of help you narrow down the where whole, you All go. of them end up in Highland Codes, and that's where they usually stop, mm -hmm. right? Because most people aren't just investigative or just realistic. Every once in a while, you're a combo, and your combo yeah. is like kind like of a Myers-Briggs. Yeah. Like, how, what does the combination kind of lend to? Humanity is more complex than, right. than that, right? And so the FIT score is what's different about Major Clarity, because it translates that into FIT scores of these different career paths. And what happens from there is it's not in cement. It is totally dynamic based on what Kate is talking about that she'll go on about. It becomes now, that's where you start with, now you dig in and see if it's true and you rate and respond to different stuff and that fine tunes your FIT score throughout. Highly personalized. Okay, and then and, and, uh, we were actually in a meeting earlier with Caitlin. That's right. Uh, yep. Today, and we got a chance to actually look at the website and once you take that personality uh, test, you get all these different breakdowns of different, I guess, career categories. I don't know if you would necessarily call them clusters. Are those the career clusters? Those are the career paths. Career pathways. Okay. So each of those is aligned with a cluster. Right. And we have 66 different ones for exploration in the platform. So the students will then, in whatever order they want, however they choose to explore that content, they will go in and complete test drive activities. So there's two different ways you can test drive a career path. You can watch a video interview with an expert or you can complete a career simulation activity. So if you complete either of these, once you get to the end, you're going to actually have an opportunity to score your fit, which is when you can say, based on what I've learned, I think that I have a good compatibility or a bad compatibility on a scale with this particular career path and then what that's going to do in the platform is it's actually going to readjust that fit score projection based on the student input so the more feedback you give the platform the more accurate your fit score projections become and you can just keep working through the different activities and watching the different video contents at your own pace however you choose to approach that um, task and then over time you just kind of start to isolate yeah. things that are really reflective of your interests. It, it kind of makes me, Mike, I kind of wish I had this Don't one. Don't you? Going to school. Oh, gosh. 100%. I would have probably got to media way faster. Oh, yeah. yeah. You but, know what I mean? But we don't just stop there. <laughs> I will but tell But there's you, more. I've got Ginsu Knives. <laughs> there's I've got more. Because then within that path, so it's clusters are at the top. There's yes. 16 to 17 nationally. And some people consider energy. Clusters, 79. Under this is this is industry standard for all across. It's been that way since I was a school counselor, ONET, 
all of that stuff forever. Right. So those 79 pathways, we combine into 66. So they're all represented. We're just blended a few. But when they're looking at a pathway, they're kind of digging it. Now go down and read more about it. And at the bottom are occupations right. within that sorted by level of post high school education. And then you can click on those and say, well, what kind of, what does that mean? You know, what is, okay, I get an associate's degree or I just need to get um, industry certified or I need to go bachelor's. I need, and then you can see what jobs stay open as you filter those and what jobs close off to you. And then also what's my earning potential? Unbeknownst to many, I have students that are all about going into health sciences. That's a cluster. And then they look at the career path and they get into the career path of medical services. And that's everything that's not a doctor or a nurse is the way I would summarize it. Yeah. So from billing and coding um, to phlebotomy to EMT to CMA and the like. And they then kind of dig into that. And then they look at those occupations. And I had a student not too long ago who was like, wait a minute, I could get radio tech or radiologically um radiological tech i'm sorry certified and get a certification don't even have to do the full associates what they found and they had an earning potential well above 75k in the zone they we also source it to your local zip code what happens is it can change a student's look at what they're going to do well, you know more than you're right. able to make different decisions, right? Me and Mike talk about all the time on this right. program. Exposure is is certainly key, and it sounds like that's what you guys are and doing. And when we're recruiting, I mean, they're doing the same thing we've tried to do, is trying yeah. to expose the students to to some of the avenues they have where they can they can take it and get to a place in a shorter route that's less expensive. And in some situations, this has given them a path and the income so they can go to the next step at a later date that's if that's right. what they wanted to do and i think and i also think it's largely important because there's this focus on on passion right mm-hmm. you, you, yeah. you guys with the personality test and then you give them a chance to experience it but you know people are successful when they're happy right. <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's so right you got you got to be happy in what you're doing and i see you guys all nodding your head um in agreement on on that one <laughs> because you know you gotta you gotta do something that you love right what's that old saying i'm about to mess it up you never work a day in your life if you're doing something you love. That's right. That's how yeah, I'm that saying good. it. Yeah. We're going to say Rashawn Garnett on that, that one. Right? I love it. <laughs> well, and another thing, too, that I think is important to add from a student's point of view, you feel a lot different about going to school in the morning when you are going to yeah. school doing something that you want to be doing. Yeah. And you feel like you're working towards something real. Yeah. And that's not the way it's always been it wasn't when at i all. went <laughs> at all it's the opposite yeah you so, feel like you're being made to sit through mm-hmm. math class and do things that don't make sense or that you don't see any value in but there might be value in that if yeah. you understand if why you, the math is used right exactly so and which math you take so we just we just had a really neat like strategy meeting with um with bedford virginia and I don't think they'd mind if we said that, but no. you guys decide. Um, and they're fantastic. They're just super innovative. Their leadership there, we love working with them. Um, and what we were talking about is um, is really also using some of this for 
the advising that happens within a content area, there's a lot of pressure on a school counselor to almost, it's like you have to know about every single program, every single elective, and we all have implicit bias. Like we might not realize the earning potential that a kid who gets HVAC certified before they leave high school has, and maybe they're going to business school, but they wanna eventually be the next HVAC up and coming in the Richmond area or whatever it may be. So we don't want that to get in the way of it, even it's totally unintentional, but at the same time, Sometimes they're blamed because they're like, you didn't sell our program enough. Hey, that's not on them. And this lets students to see that alignment. And the other thing it allows is when you complete algebra two, you're getting the highest level diploma in Virginia. If you've gotten one more math past it, you can keep going. But there are a lot of one more mass after algebra two. A lot of one more yeah. mass. <laughs> but by that time, so you might crazy thought, you know, you can help advise within your content about best math, pre-calc, calc A B, or maybe you want to go to AP stats if you're going into a social sciences gig, so that you can really start to learn how all of probability works for research you might do. You know, it just really it informs everybody more. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, it really answers the question of why. And I guess that's why clarity is in, in you guys' title, because it does give you major clarity. <laughs> like, we seriously. Hope so. Like, seriously. Wait like, a minute. You know, <laughs> did hey, you guys we, do that on purpose? No. We didn't think of that when we came up with the name. <laughs> no. <laughs> we didn't come up we with the name. Well, Wait a second. In, in, in the meeting this morning and talking now and my invest, spending some time on y'all's website, it seems like y'all have built something that connects creates a connection that hasn't existed in the past between the student, the counselor, the teacher, and the parent. This is right. Absolutely. Is that yeah. what you, that's what would we you want say that's to happen. An adequate, so okay. can, can we ask, um, how, do, how are the parents I- involved? So there's a few different ways that parents are involved, but we did a lot of research around this because at the end of the day, parents have a lot of things they have to juggle, and asking them to remember a username and a password to log into one more portal is not something they want to do. So we've made that part not something that's going to happen in our platform. Students and parents are going to stay connected because the parents are able to um, receive a, I'm trying to think of the best way. To an write. automated email. Yeah, so yeah. they're going to get an automated email. Oh, so they get updates. That's Well, this is the cool <laughs> thing. They, they're they not going to get updates all the time okay. because mm-hmm. the purpose is really yeah, wanna... for the student to do the bulk of the work in the platform right. and kind of build out their plan. But once it gets to a point where the counselor is able to look at everything and say, okay, this looks good, and we're talking about course registration, then the counselor's going to say, now let's share it with our guardians. So that's where the automated email piece comes in. So the, gar- the counselors can essentially push a button that will push out the academic and career plan document to the parents. They'll get an email. It will have a link in it. They don't have to have a username and password. It will open into a secure new browser tab. They will be able to review and look at the document and approve it there. And I can imagine that experience might even be illuminating for parents too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Like if we mentioned HVAC, people don't realize how much those folks earn. Oh my gosh. And I don't know how they don't because when you ask one of those professionals to come out to your Your house, you know what they they cost. (laughs) Well, and a big piece of the parent messaging part is really creating a culture in the district where students are involving other people in this process. So they're not just relying on the counselor's recommendation for the next math. 
they're actually talking to CTE teachers and they are excited to go talk to their parents after school about what they're doing in the platform. Um, a lot of the messaging that works best is encouraging parents and students to collaborate outside of school time in the platform um, for the student to show their parent what they've been doing, yeah. where their interests are, Absolutely. things like that. And there's also some um, specific strategy you can use with some of the messaging tools for the parents. So it's not just this one thing we do with parents, but some of that it depends on what are the, our district partners' goals. Right. So an example would be um, we've just written a PD course that's really centered on college advising. And I gave an example, and there's a scenario in it really about first-gen kids. And how do you kind of help identify that? You can, within your student rosters, group students and then message those groups. You can also message from their interface. So if a student has favorited certain universities, and let's say it's Savannah College of Art and Design, and they're not somebody who's constantly always coming to our platform or right. to our school, then you know, oh, you don't have to figure out who's interested in SCAD. They've maybe favorited SCAD. So you can message the student and the parents of the student oh, wow. who have favorited SCAD about the SCAD visit. It's just like a universal tool that everybody um, can benefit yeah, from. Yeah, but we keep it simple. The messaging is yep. in there, so the, you know, whoever the staff users are, if it's counselors or CTE teachers or administrators, they can use the messaging tools how they wish, whatever works best um, as far as communicating with the parents go, but we don't want to put extra pressure on the parents. We want it to be something where the student genuinely wants to loop them into this conversation. Right. And right, I mean, Mike, from what we've seen, though, I mean, I feel like the website, it's, uh, it's modern, and it's oh easy gosh. to understand. Yes. And if you're a parent, I and feel like you would appreciate being able to see this nice, clean layout and understanding where your student will end up and what possible success they could have in the future because of this program. I, I think that, that ultimately, when you, when you look at the interface and get to see the run-through this morning, is the tools that are offered the students – all through the grades. I'm, I'm predominantly, I'm assuming that this really kicking in at middle school, mm -hmm. but there is some elementary school exposure. And, and then when they get to high school, the tools just get better and better and better because this is where the students need those things. I mean, when they get to, it's, it's not just showing them and helping them plan by here are the here are my academic courses here are the CTE courses I'm check out the, the specialty centers and the different ones and then oh, what about the ACE centers is is also later in high school it's helping them get prepared for when they start applying to college and being able to do it straight oh, yeah. from the app where they can apply to a college look at college the scholarship scholarship right? yes all that stuff mm -hmm. is there and from what i understand mike you asked a really important question in our meeting earlier you said there were other scholarships available i think did you for like maybe outside of colleges to we have colleges over or? seven billion that sourced where you could find those anywhere else we pull those in from several of the major databases okay similar to other other groups that will come to mind you're going to see the same things here now those are national available to anyone Every district and school tends to have their localized scholarships. You know, having worked in Henrico, I can yeah. name them off, right? <laughs> but um, so this is an example of why our partner, we're not just calling people partners as kind of a fun buzzwords. 
we really listen to our partners and we haven't just made things because we thought they were a cool idea. Yeah. As Major Clarity's added new features, it has been in response to user need and requests Always. for really good reason that also drives our ultimate goal of helping all students kind of discover their future why and how to plan for it today. But I will tell you that led us to adding the feature where you can add your own local scholarships. So again, that's not another place they need to go. Because right now, even if you have a beautiful job of doing that in some way, if you're a student at Godwin, you go to the great, the great resource, they're constantly updated, they put a ton of energy into it, but then you would be going to a different place for national scholarships. Yeah. Now they can- Now it's all in, everything. All at home, in one home. We want this to be a one-stop shop, start and, to finish. And that, that was the question I asked this morning not so the scholarships but the schools options is that did it cover everything from technical schools to two That's year, what I was trying to two year right colleges there. to four year right. to the ivy league you know it goes across the spectrum mm -hmm. everything yes and that is huge because for example we wrote a micro credential and i learned so much about nursing i just thought that you had to go get a bachelor's to be an rn i didn't know you could right. go the stackable credential route mm -hmm. yep and really be earning yep. and getting, now it's such a high growth. It's one of the highest yep. growth um, industries and, and you're constantly, you know, you're in high demand. It's highly transportable. Extremely essential. In, essential, in that's right. Age, yep. And about so workers. you can leave, you can leave Henrico schools with the CNA. Yep. Right. And now you're already employable and this is your earning potential and you or whoever employed you might pay for you to go LPN. And we, we see it all the time. And then you can stack we it up it. to We RN. say it. We say it. We tell the students all the time. In the last, last episode, uh, we had Christian on who's uh, with Branscombe. And yeah. they're paying for his two years through his apprenticeship. And they even offered to pay for more education, right? for more certification, yep. depending on what he wants to do. And if he continues doing well, I mean, <laughs> sky's the limit for him. 90K on up, really, with some of those certifications you can earn, especially in the paving, hands-on uh, department. I don't think people really realize that oh, about 100%. trade jobs. I just got a message from a former Godwin graduate who has been five years in RVA working for GRTC. And it's because he's certified in Diesel technology. Yes, yep. thank you. Okay, and and I said, tell me what you're making, buddy. Normally, that's not a question, but I wanted to pump him up. And I was like, you were always so smart. You thought out of the box. And he realized, but he also had great coaching. Well, those were sort of things that happened in a great way that helped sort of affirm his interest and what he could do with it right out. No college debt. We need more kids and parents and right. families and teachers to know the same thing. Right. right? Yeah, you know, it's all about getting the, the message out. That was really why we wanted to, why, why Mac thought it would be a good idea to have a podcast. Oh, to, yeah. To spread the word, to talk about different things, to expose people. Exposure, exposure, exposure really is key, Mike. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it's just every time I turn around and, I, and I'm, you know, going on the website and getting the information about the company and what they're offering and then having the, the, the meeting this morning, we got to see the run through. And just every time I look at the information, I'm just getting a little more excited about what we're going to be doing and, and, and what Major Clarity is bringing to Henrico County students. And I am really the micro-credentials, is that what you yes. called it? Yeah. That is the Got thing. I am that. so excited to hear more and more about that. With, with CTE 
and the, the, a lot of our programs, you know, we have our certifications, our industry certifications, and our state licenses, well. college credits that we're offering, and now we've got something else to add to the, for the students to, to investigate and to improve their skills. Can someone and break down, uh, I'm sorry, Mike, I didn't mean to cut you off, break ahead. down micro uh, credentials so people understand what they are. <laughs> I'm saying they're not like a full-blown certification, nope. but they're certainly a step. They're a uh, stepping stone, and it's more of a stepping stone um, for a couple of things. So a micro-credential, when it is um, specific to a career path or occupation potential, and they're really aligned to paths, so we don't go all the way down to really so much an occupation. But that's great because, for example, you all have the CNA, you have EMT. Yes. Um, farm tech. Farm tech. Yep, farm okay, tech all, okay, so CNA falls under nursing, as I said. Okay, it falls under that career path. And all of these are under health sciences, but EMT, phlebotomy, medical billing, coding, farm tech, all fall under medical services. They're the things that sort of support doctor nurse. Well, most kids don't know a thing about these and very little about this, and I get it. Um, I have a family full of doctors and medical practitioners, and I learned so much helping to design this micro-credential. But I, we also work in conjunction with industry experts and they're helping and advising and ensuring, and the Virginia Board of Nursing, et cetera. So what they can do if they're looking at and they're interested in, here's an example. I know I want to go into medicine. Godwin has this really cool kind of pre-med specialty center. I'm an eighth grader. But wait a minute. Also, the A centers have all the programs we just named. What makes the most sense? To be honest, if you're going to end up going pre-med, any of them give yeah. you a leg up but how do you make a decision and a lot of people have a lot of opinions that are wonderful but they really might not be accurate in guidance so now what the student can do they've explored they've identified a micro credential can help really help them know if i really get into this deeper not just this interest gig now let me dig into what this is going to look like right it's going to talk to you about the credentials or the um, or the degree you need to earn, et cetera. It's going to talk about the different careers that are in there. It's going to give you the real, get you out of the honeymoon phase Little, really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you just went from the baby pool of interest and you got into the deep end. Right. But you haven't gone out into the ocean, which is what you do after high school. Correct. But it helps you decide what programs with all these choices, which one makes the most sense right now. So you narrow it down three or four hours, you've just saved yourself semesters of time. So they're paying themselves ahead of time by making more informed decisions based on experiences that build on their own interests. And, you know, we, we hear it all the time, Mike, especially when we talk about college and how much college costs. And oh, yeah. That's associated with those things. And when you start with the end in mind, it sounds like you alleviate a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, if you can narrow down the mistakes you make once you get out of high school, you can change you know, what, where are you going to end up when you finish college? When you've got so many students right. that complete college with, in some cases, six figures of debt, and they don't even know how they're going to get out from under that, that hole they just dug financially. You know, they're ready, you know, they're ready to move on with their life. They're ready to get their, you know, start their career, but they've got this huge dark cloud hanging over them. Is there a way, you know, it looks like we're showing them a way where we can, they can take a path and still end up at their end goal, but not end up with that crushing debt. Right. Correct. And, and they don't change majors three times necessarily. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I will give you an example where it entirely changed the trajectory for my younger daughter who just graduated from Henrico schools. She is a student with a very high GPA. She's highly driven. She's a STEAM girl, so STEM, yes. math science, all of that. Told you we got a lot of medical practitioners. 
She job shadowed everything, still was intrigued with all that. The game changer came in when she did a little bit with major clarity and what she kept seeing as other pathways of interest along with medical stuff that fit was a lot of things around design Mm. architecture that's where that steam combo came in Mm -hmm. and it's like "Mm." and some things some other teachers saw etc really more a lot of her own research very independent and where is she going in a few weeks she's going to savannah college of art and design (laughs) but she knew her why and i will tell you she's a little different she did this on kind of more on her own but this is what kids can do with major clarity a lot is really look at roi and quality of life she said mom i'm going to spend four years pre-med then i'm going to med school and then we watch Grey's Anatomy. She's like, did you watch all the seasons of Grey's Anatomy? Yes. That's a lot of seasons. Okay. That's a lot of seasons. Okay. And so then she's like, wow, is it really like that? And our family, yes, for a while. And then you start to make some money, but gosh, you work a lot. And so forth. wonderful. She did not want to sacrifice that many years to get to that. And she figured out these passion paths at this particular school, et cetera, I can do something right away. And she was even more attracted to SCAD because it's a four-year university, but they don't do liberal arts baseline, which is, you know, I learned a lot with this. I thought I knew a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, I've been a school counselor, right? <laughs> um, and they, she'll be Adobe certified by a third semester, full suite. And, she, I mean, she doesn't even realize the job she could get with that. She could leave SCAD right then. I'm done. That, that'll go a long way. But they also right highly recruit. And their rate of employment and, and the average graduates, it's another thing you got to look at college. What's the average debt at that college for most kids? And what's the average earning potential? Yeah. Because it's not just, it's not, I went to this school, therefore people are going to hire me. They don't no. care. No. <laughs> no. you got to be employable. you got to be employable. And, and you got to have those skills. Yeah. And is that career path going to pay back that college debt? Exactly. Because in some cases, in a lot of cases, we're seeing it's not happening. That's right. All right, guys, let's, let's talk a little bit about CTE directly, guys. So what are some positive trends you guys have seen associated with career techno educa- education programs or programs similar to career technical education programs? I was lucky enough by chance to have the first two principals that I ever worked with in public ed because I did do correctional ed and some alternative ed first. The um, gentleman who first hired me was Bruce Watson and when he was the principal at Jorba Middle School. He is a CTE teacher by trade, and he's CTE director in Goochland. So he's always coming from the place of how do all these things connect. So really, a lot of folks in CTE, whether they realize it or not, they are systems thinkers, which is what exactly what this whole premise is based on, is having a framework and backwards engineering, and how does this fit into the system of what I want to do as a student? Well, CTE is really systems thinking all the time. And I immediately, in those interactions, my next principal was Terry Moore. And he, lots of folks know them. They, by their leadership and how they looked at how things could all fit together, they saw how things all fit together. Yeah. So I was lucky enough to get their lens and to realize that early on, CTE has gotten it forever. The trend is... The rest of the world is starting to get how valuable CTE is. Mike Rowe was a huge emphasis. Dirty jobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> yes. All of these different things. And, and what I love seeing is that this is happening nationally with Perkins 5, with Woya, with all of these different things that are happening nationally. And also the fact that we have huge gaps 
in predicted workforce needs that everyone's like, oh. So I've loved seeing people realize, and even through the pandemic. Yeah. Um, Essential workers, the, right. one wants, of the buzzwords. Who yeah. wants to hug a truck driver? Yeah. You know, that's why I have food whenever, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, p- people got to make those connections. And I've liked seeing really noble jobs that have been underappreciated, notice, and people getting excited about them. I always liken, uh, I played football four years at Henrico. Uh, my position was left bench. And uh, um, <laughs> left bench. Sometimes I got right bench. You know what I mean. If I got there quick enough. But no, I, I like to liken CTE to the offensive line. I don't know if you know anything about football. Hmm. People yes. don't say much about the offensive line when it's there and the quarterback's protected. You're able to get your passes off. You're able to get your run plays going. But as soon as you start getting negative yards on run plays, as soon as the quarterback starts getting sacked, then people start to. You know, start feeling the effects that the offensive line is not there. And I think people really mm. realized how good of an offensive line um, CTE courses um, churn students out for, right? So they end mm-hmm. up in those jobs that turned into the offensive line of the world that helps society really run and stay afloat. Have y'all seen that um, from y'all's, the work y'all have already done, and plus y'all's experience in the past, there's always been a certain amount of parental resistance to the CTE world yes. um, for one reason or another. Um, have y'all seen where y'all have shown a, in a, a change because of y'all, that what y'all are bringing to the table where that is changing the minds of a lot of parents to CTE? I think you had a, a symposium. What was the one where the, um, your son spoke? When was that? Yeah, Enrico did a, it was May 2019 at the end of this, or maybe June 2019, mm-hmm. end of the school year at Glen Allen High School. They did a big kind of end of the year thing. They had a panel of students that you guys watch and they did a Q&A with yeah. Cashwell. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were a part but of that. There was a young man, Caitlin, I, I watched it afterwards. Um, there was a young man who's graduating and he was able to help his parents understand why HVAC, he was doing HVAC, getting certified. He's also really superstar academic, you know, really taking challenging courses and his end goal was to combine the two and he was going to business school. And so with parents, parents want their students to be ready for life, to be independent, to be able to earn, not be in debt, et cetera. And what we can help offer them to see with confidence, not someone convincing them, is for example, looking at those occupations, are you sure that you can make 75K at the age of 25 in a career that's gonna always be there? Radiological tech, let's just say that, bringing that back Yes, it's right here sourced to our zip code. It really only does require this, which begins to give that comfort because they see the data that supports those decisions. Yeah, the facts brings brings about ease. It's, it's back to awareness. Yeah, right. you know what I mean, you gotta once the parents realize and and you hit the nail on the head. That's at the end of the day. That's what the parents want. They want to make they want their son daughter. They want to know they're going to be okay. Yes. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? You know, they're going to be able to provide for themselves. And I have to say that uh, jobs that come by way of the A Center usually have those type of wages that are livable. Am oh, I right. Absolutely. Saying that, Mike? Absolutely. You know saying? So. I think the framing, too, is really important. And that's one of the things Major Clarity is trying to change about this whole process and that kind of deficit maybe with parent knowledge of what's out there. Um, and then, you know, some stigma around CTE or um, 
you everyone in your family went to college you want your kid to go to college that's it they're going right. to college doesn't really right. matter where but they're going that's how I felt when I was in high school. I was going to college. I had no idea what I was going to do or where I was going, but I knew I had to go. And it was a, you know, it was a great time, but I graduated and then went, went back to school to be a teacher and got another <laughs> certificate. So yeah. one of those things. But um, again, I think by putting everything in one place, not just the tools, the post-secondary prep tools and the work-based learning and all of that, but actually the information about opportunities in Henrico and making it on an even keel. These are all of the different pathways. This one might lead to a certificate. This one might lead to a four-year college, but putting them all in one place and letting them see that they're all viable options and they're all right. There's no, there's no wrong choice here. Right. Um, and then again, giving them all of the exposure to the different statistics is really powerful. So I think shaping the way that they take in that information is really important. And again, I was going back to something I said earlier in the broadcast, and you guys really, of course, start with the end in mind, which makes me feel like you guys start with, what do you think you're passionate about in mind? You know what I mean? So I have a counselor in Roanoke (laughs) who I work with, and that's her first question. What, how do you want to change the world? She asks her middle school students that, and she's a counselor at the Burton Art and Technical Center, but she, starts always with how do you want to change the world and then just lets it kind of ride out from there all right guys we could talk about this forever but i want to ask two more questions before i turn you guys loose let you guys go uh and the first question is how can we get more people excited about career technical education or just career education I guess using magic clarity using <laughs> using ma- That's the right answer number one <laughs> from what i've heard today but seriously though let's, let's dig a little bit deeper what do you think what do you think can be done to make people more excited about CTE, the ACE centers, and just career education? Well, y'all are doing it right now. You know, the more ways, especially, I really like the fact that here's another way that you've got to be impressed with CTE. Because when you go to Henrico CTE website, they realize what their user groups are looking for what resonates with them you know you have social media you open with that you're doing podcasts you're doing creative things whenever we want people to be more aware and to open their mind to something you gotta hook them and you (laughs) You are gonna lose if you're gonna start with i mean if our website if our platform was hard for students to navigate, we're, they're done. Right. If our user groups that we're trying to get them to see how we're going to help their job be easier and more effective, well, we better make sure we deliver on that. It can't just be words. Right. So um, I think this, there's a lot of natural things that how we're built drives that, and it's really about then constantly reviewing and strategy and so forth and really getting the word out there. But it's awareness you've said awareness 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 that's the word of the day and i think it's (laughs) like a natural evolution is happening because i feel it even in my position as an account manager working with districts districts that partner with major clarity sometimes they are using our platform exclusively for academic planning and cte teachers will never see it it'll be a counselor driven tool and it works for them and they might might have great high usage students love it but it still lives in that silo some districts purchase it as a career exploration tool exclusively. They don't use the academic planning and the course data and things like that, and they love it. So over time, what's started to happen is we're seeing districts coming to us all at all times, not just when we're preparing for a new school year, but in the middle of the school year, kind of having these aha moments 
realizing that we have to merge counseling and CTE and yeah. that it only makes sense to do so. It, it's got to be a partnership. And once it starts happening, oh it's just the rest is history because it's it's solving its own problem. Yes. Absolutely. And then uh, the last question, and I'll turn you guys loose because I know we'll go like two hours talking about <laughs> career education, how we can make these students successful. So how we, uh, how we can change the world. How yeah. we can change the world, how we can spark some of these students to go out here and change the world for the better. So what do you guys think is the most important thing that students should consider when examining these career pathways, right? You guys, they get a lot of information, salaries, uh, job descriptions, all that good stuff. But what is the, what would you say is one of the top things, or it could be more than one top thing that the student should consider? I'm going to answer big picture and you can answer whatever. But what I'd like to say is whether it's that or anything else, really teaching students to look at all the different data points they could consider out of the silos and holistically and really start to analyze and make a decision based on a conglomeration of those things because then that makes way more sense. They're not going to go down this rabbit hole. And yeah, get your to facts together, right? That's right. So what are your skills, interests, passion? Passion's great, but I might be really passionate. I have a passion for singing. I can't sing. <laughs> so you have to match it up somewhere. <laughs> so moving them through that process, and part of what I love is we're never saying no. Oh, you can't do that. Yeah. You know, look, we have stuff that supports special like case managers and stuff too, and students in transition plans. So there's just a lot of ways to really, we are the tool that it will just keep percolating where they will drive towards that student's ownership of their why and why all these things sort of connect. But there is, I wanna be clear, there's no pigeonholing. Right. A student can pick an academic pathway that aligns to a career interest and look at those options and then toggle and change and go, oh, compared to this, here's what different things would be offered I couldn't get here. And you can always go backwards. You guys so really cover all the bases. Like, I mean, there. it's like great day. Yeah. And then like then we Holy partner smokes. with like Common App and full integration, <laughs> the whole nine yards. So really sort of all of it is there. My advice would be just speaking to students directly from personal experience and as a former high school teacher. Listen to yourself. Don't listen to what your friends are doing all the time when it comes to making decisions that are actually going to impact your life and your future. Don't go to college just because somebody else is going to the same college. You won't be friends with that person in five years. Um, I think it's really important if you're really passionate about something, even if you're getting pushback from your parents who really want you to go to college, but you know you can get a certi certificate in something now in high school instead and save a lot of money. Use that data to prove why that's a good decision for you. Right. Don't stop pursuing it, though, if it's really what you're passionate about. That's my advice. Right. You know, we're not saying college is a bad option. Oh, of course, course not. No. But we're saying if you're going to college, have a plan. Be guys. thoughtful be, about it. Yeah, they have a plan when you're going to college. And this was a wonderful conversation I had with, we just had right here with the folks at Major Clarity. Thank you guys so much for allowing us to come. Thank you. And invade your conference room. Mike, we do that a lot, don't we? You invade different conference rooms <laughs> I'm glad that we are Richmond. Con considering the times, I'm glad we're able to invade people's conference <laughs> rooms. Know, it's <laughs> nice to be back <laughs> on. You know is, what? There's nothing like it. That You're is right. very true because uh, we did use a lot of the uh, Microsoft Teams I hotline you did. And, uh, <laughs> covering some of these episodes. Uh, with the pandemic uh, let's, let's going not go on back. and all that stuff. <laughs> let's <laughs> right. stay live. <laughs> all right, guys, we're about to get up out of here. But first, I want to remind you, of course, I got to check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all at the handle Henrico CTE, HenricoCTE.com. Find all this good information. Eventually, maybe 
some stuff about major clarity going up on there. Hint, 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 hint. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast at all of your major and most of your minor podcast venues. Look us up, like us, subscribe. We hope to get six thousand, reach our six thousandth uh, listener here soon. So please uh, check us out. We've got uh, tons and tons of podcasts to listen to. I feel like we're going to get more after this episode. Absolutely. Yes, oh yes, Let's go. this was a good. This one. This is a great one. This was a good one. All of them were good one, but this was a good good one. You got to Mike twice because Mike's back. That's right. <laughs> Just a real reason here. Just admit it. It's, it's not you. <laughs> thank you. All right, guys. Thank y'all so much, guys. Uh, that's it for us, for Caitlin Hughes, for Beth Smith, for Mike Roberts. I'm Rashawn Garnett. This has been Henrico CTE Now. Until next time, so long, everyone. <laughs>